You're listening to the WR Podcast. Let freedom ring. Simple talk on current events. With a little bit of how you would say a punk rock attitude. With your host, Will Ramos. President is bringing back briefings. Why? The people say, well, the leader of the free world has to be connected to the rest of the country, like it or not. And the ones that don't like it is because they feel it's a rally style briefing. But if he doesn't connect to the people, it means he's not connecting with the people and his popularity is declining, which is far from the truth. You are fake news, sir. Go ahead. Whether it's tweets, conferences, interviews, 45 fights back, unlike his predecessors, who punked out and folded like a cheap chair. Right now, we don't need nice. Have you ever heard of the saying, nice guys finish last? Well, they do. Because of his boldness, we are not nation building. Because of his boldness, we are not the world ATM. And because of his boldness, we are not the world police. We have to take care of our own because no one lifts a hand to help America. They take and they take and they take and nothing in return. They criticize the U.S., but they want to come here. They attack the U.S., but they want to stay here and live here and do everything here. And don't get me wrong. I'm talking about the Americans. It doesn't matter what your political affiliation is. It doesn't matter what your political association is or what your political beliefs are. What matters is that we all come to some sort of collective attributes. That even if you believe that America was stolen or taken by the Indonesian people or that Americans brought slavery here and built it on the backs of slaves, that America is bigoted and a horrible place, well, hold on. America is not a horrible place. America is a place where slavery was abolished and where all nationalities arrive and build life for themselves without any restrictions, no matter your race, creed, or political beliefs are. Our founding fathers created and put into place our Declaration of Independence, indoctrinating us with our liberties and rights that other countries and nations could only dream about or one step further, rights and liberties they didn't even know could exist because of oppression. The opportunities are endless in America, but it's up to the individual. Through hard work and determination, all possibilities are endless. In present times, where victimhood is complacent, this belief is very damaging, especially among young people. 11 Signs of Victim Mentality Number 1. They're constantly blaming other people or situations for feeling miserable. Number 2. They possess a life-is-against-me philosophy. Number 3. They think others are purposely trying to hurt them. Number four, they're cynical and pessimistic. Number five, they feel powerless to feel change in their circumstances. Number six, they enjoy sharing their tragic stories with other people. Number seven, they have a habit of blaming, attacking, and accusing those they love for how they feel. Number eight, they're constantly putting themselves down. Number nine, they believe they're the only one being targeted for mistreatment. Number 10, they refuse to analyze their beliefs or improve their life. Number 11. When things go right, they find something to complain about. That victimhood card has to stop being played. And the media is no help. They slice, they dice, and they try to make nice. Their narrative to fit their perspective. To sensationalize the story, fabricate it even. To hook you in and leave you hopeless. Why is this? Wouldn't it be a more happy society if when you turned on the TV or turned on or tuned in to social media, you hear the greatness of America? 
all we hear is how bad America is. Not how it was, but how it's still bad. And why does time pass by and nothing gets done? For years and years, there's been racial injustice. So, why wasn't these issues resolved years ago? If the passion is so high then, or was so high then, why does the fight stop now in present day? If issues were resolved, we wouldn't be fighting over the same topic over and over. It's 2020 and we are still talking about slavery. We still talking about the Confederacy. We're still talking about black injustice in 2020. Maybe it's because our history has been taken away from us. Let me rephrase that. Our history has been edited. The North won the Civil War, but the South won the peace by rewriting history. Let me zoom by real quick. Understand this. If America was honest and true and kept everything that happened in history, then we wouldn't be dealing with past issues in present day. Because people are still digging dirt on history that was not taught or spoken about in school or in textbooks. If America was 100% honest on everything that happened in history, especially with what the Civil War was really about, we wouldn't be dealing with these issues today. Because when you come to terms with history and do right on the do wrongs, then you've accepted it. You accepted the wrongdoings because you've admitted it. The problem comes when denial becomes apparent. The Civil War was about heritage. Or was the Civil War really about slavery? It was about slavery. It was about slavery. It was a profitable income practice that no one wants to talk about. In those days, cotton was king, using free labor for profits. If our profit way or the way of the South is going to be infringed on, then we have to disconnect from the Union. Hence, the Confederacy was born. Now the Civil War has begun. The most violent, brutal, destructive loss of life ever in history. All for what? Slavery. Just admit it. The do wrong to do right. Simple. And the point here is from Plymouth Rock. White supremacy was the basis of how this country was formed. It doesn't mean we are not a great country. It doesn't mean we are all bigots. It means that this is the truth about our country that was formed and we could either deal with it realistically and ask the truth or we can keep trying to deny it. Hence today, modern day problems of yesteryear. Do the Germans constantly talk about how horrific Hitler was? Do the Jews still harp on what happened so many years ago? Because you saw it in movies, you saw it in documentaries, you heard it on radio, you read it in newspapers, you read it in books. The ugliness was taught in schools. This era was never hidden. It was never edited or softened by lies. It happened. 
and it's over. They moved on. But for the Jews, never again. That's why they stick together and work hard. Victimhood is not an acceptance in their culture. But in America, slavery is not told in full. It's not told verbatim. Moving to the present. People are still digging dirt on the Confederate soldiers and past presidents before the Civil War. Our national anthem, three paragraphs or sections, and most of the time missing. Why? Because people are sensitive. This is the problem. Say the truth so we can move on. And once we move on, there's no need to be fighting for what happened years and years ago. Because the history is there. The history is honest. We've come forth with it. We've accepted it. It's there. It's not hidden. Warts and all, as they say. That is the problem with America. That's the only problem. In a nutshell, whatever history is, you have to put it in the books. You have to see it. You have to hear it. You have to talk about it. And it has to be there. You just can't take it out because it'll repeat itself. That's what's happening today. So in conclusion, 11 ways to escape victim mentality. Number one, own your life. Accept responsibility for your past, present, and future. Don't outsource that responsibility to others. Two, be positive. Focus on controlling your negative thinking. Mentally limit the times that you judge, complain, mistrust, or are jealous of others. Number three, believe in yourself. Do things that foster confidence and self-esteem. That includes recognize your strengths and being kind to yourself. Four, look in the mirror. Don't compare yourself to others. It only breeds envy and resentment. Five, count your blessings. Take inventory of the wonderful things in your life. Six, create good habits. Identify your bad habits and adjust your behavior accordingly. Seven, hit lots of singles. Strive for small wins. They offer confidence and momentum as you pursue your long-term goals. Eight, meet challenges head on. Prove you can overcome tough obstacles that will give you the strength and determination to face the new ones. 9. Forgive yourself. Don't beat yourself up for mistakes or failures. Everyone is human. We prove that every day. Learn and move on. 10. Let grudges go. Seeking retaliation rather than offering forgiveness traps you in the anger. Let it go. And 11. Avoid becoming dependent. Determine whether a handout helps you get back on your feet or enslaves you to a lifetime of dependency. Don't make yourself a victim. Winners make the effort while losers make excuses. Victim mentality. So in conclusion, I would like to thank the listeners, the international listeners, starting in India, Mexico, New Zealand, Germany, United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, and Ireland, and of course here at home, the United States of America. 
If you like the program, you can send messages. You can make it your favorite. You could subscribe to it. You could send messages on Facebook, Twitter. And in the future, I will have the channel up in YouTube. Until next time, this has been the WR Podcast. Let's freedom ring the loudest podcast on earth.